A recent online article featured on Eater.com by author Jose R. Relat examined the unique taco culture we have here in Kansas City, the city of fountains, the city of tacos, the city of taco fountains. The article asks the question, is the Kansas City taco going extinct due to the demands in recent years of authentic tacos? Kansas City tacos are described as fried tacos topped with ketchup-like taco sauce and Parmesan cheese with a folded deep fried corn tortilla. These style of Kansas City tacos are featured at such local restaurants as Los Corrales in a tub. It was pushed on and advanced by taco pioneers such as Luis Silva of the Spanish Gardens Taco House, originators of the Spanish Gardens Taco Sauce, and the Kansas City taco giant and Mexican restaurant we are going to review today on our special Cinco de Mayo episode, one of the original KC taco spots. I speak of Manny's Mexican Restaurant, the classic Southwest Boulevard eatery owned by Manny Lopez and family for almost 40 years. Today, on our special Cinco de Mayo episode, we taste test the tasty Kansas City tacos at Manny's. And as we enjoy these tacos, we give a salute to the original Kansas City taco pioneers. Thank you for all the delicious Kansas City tacos you have brought into our lives, into our city, making all of our lives better. One taco at a time. Let's get to the show. Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've still never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, that's a lie. There is one taco place that I did have a very bad taco experience at, and the place that I had the bad taco experience at will go unmentioned until that jerky kid who stole my Skeletor action figure at the swimming pool in Stanley, Kansas in 1984 tells me that it's the right time for me to talk about it. Last year, we had our Cinco de Mayo party at our palatial Taco the Town Estate in Parkville. This year, we wanted to be in the heart of the action on Southwest Boulevard in Kansas City, the Golden Taco Road of Kansas City. It's our annual Cinco de Mayo episode. This year, we are recording at a very special taco destination in Kansas City. That's right. This week, we are originating from one of the most legendary Mexican restaurants in Kansas City, a KC Taco Institution, if you will. Today, we'll review another great place in Kansas City to get tacos. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town, Cinco de Mayo edition. Matt, please drop an explosion in right after that. Welcome to Taco the Town, live 
at Manny's on Southwest Boulevard. Cinco de Mayo 2019. Cue the explosion. Oh, yeah. May the fifth be with you. How? How? We are joined today by many guests and special appearance by co-host today, executive co-host. producer, Christopher <gasps> Garibaldi. Oh, I just got promoted right in front oh of everybody. God, I'm so jealous. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everybody. It's been a long road and I appreciate it. Is this where I give an acceptance speech? Oh, no. You're, oh, sorry. I just wanted to introduce you. Oh, and say, how are things at the Taco of the Town corporate office? They're great, Dave. A lot of things in the inbox, not a lot of things in the outbox, but I'm working on it. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> You know, those new t-shirts are real a real hit out there with the kids. They're huge. We've been strategizing. We need to get some merch, more merch. We need to get some sponsors for the show. I still think we need to get fidget spinners. We need to get the kids love fidget those. spinners. That'll move us in the right direction. Frisbees are always fun. We'll get on that. All right. Let's find out what Taco Place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Manny's. You've driven by a million times. You've seen it. You've been here. You've eaten tacos here. You've celebrated birthdays here. You've hugged people here. You've cried here. Maybe ate too many tacos here. Too many chips and salsa have gotten sick. You've left early because you felt like you ate too much. But at the end of the day, you're like, I got to go back and eat more tacos there. I'm sure everyone in Kansas City has had this experience. It is located at 207 Southwest Boulevard, Kansas City, Missouri, 64108. Open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. We are here on Cinco de Mayo weekend, and the party is getting started. There are two people at the bar. One of them is listening to a YouTube video on their phone so loudly it fills the restaurant. We're having, having just a great Cinco de time. Is it wrong that I've never been here before? This is my first. Yes. It is ethically. Have you all been here before? Please leave. Yes. Oh, wait. Officially If I leave, then I still won't have If you haven't been here before, you can't come here now. (laughs) (laughs) What about... What about a newborn baby? Did newborn babies get thrown out? They're grandfathered in. Be it's like the baptism rule, whatever that is. I'm not religious. The rule is, is that if you're baptized, you're going to heaven. If yeah. you're not or not religious, then you can't go to man. You will die in flames. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> Too true. That's what life is like without Manius, right? <laughs> I guess it is. I just went to a baptism last weekend. It was amazing. Did it work? It worked. What are all your favorite places to do a baptism? <laughs> Let's shift the, the show. A river. A river. Uh, go with a, a hot river. tub. I heard a baby say fuck at a baptism. A baby what? said fuck wow. while it was, I was like, getting baptized? Yeah. He's getting one in right before he gets baptized. Like, look, after this, I can't. Yeah. But like, was now. It, it, was, it was like a toddler baby. It was possessed. And the mom was mad. She was like, this is your fault. Oh, my God. Was it, like it was right like, when the fuck. holy water hit him? It was like the, the whatever the religious person on stage was holding it. You really don't the know. I thought person. you were joking no, before. I don't you know. just Oh my God. Anyway, we were in a chutch. Is that how it's pronounced? I've only seen it written before. Is that where they have the chicken? I don't know. 
<laughs> Dave, what's what is this podcast about? Well, we're gonna we're gonna get to that. Oh. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about Manny's a little bit. So Manny's right. is a family owned and operated restaurant serving the greater <laughs> Kansas City area. There couldn't for, have been a better transition. For thirty nine years, opening in nineteen eighty, every day is a holiday at Manny's, and today is a holiday as well. We are recording this on May the fourth. Kate, you're not a big fan of May the fourth. Be with you as a holiday, right? I prefer to call it Dave Brubeck Day because it's five four. Wow, that was a deep cut. But you, you're not a Star Wars fan, right? You're no, not. No, okay. it's not like I've seen it and I like it. I just haven't seen it. But you much like, like C- I haven't been to Chutch. But you like Cinco de Mayo. I like tacos. Okay, cool. It seems yeah. Manny's. We asks, can talk about cultural appropriation later. <laughs> Manny's Restaurant of Kansas City is truly a family-owned and operated business. From owner to general manager to bartender to bus person, the Lopez family makes sure the restaurant is open and running Monday through Saturday. Since 1980, Manny Lopez and family have been serving authentic family recipes prepared fresh daily with the freshest ingredients. Starting as just a 50-seat restaurant, which was just the bar area, Manny's Restaurant has grown to 350 seats. Manny's owns the entire building at the iconic location on the corner of 20th and Southwest Boulevard. Three separate rooms are used for private parties from 25 to 100 people. Manny's takes pride in every aspect of his restaurant, especially his signature drink, the Manny's Margarita. Manny's restaurant pours a variety of margaritas, but the Manny's Margarita is most popular. All of the margaritas served are hand poured and made with a special secret blend of sweet and sour mix. In the 39 years of business, Manny's restaurant has poured over a million margaritas. Chris, would you say you've had over a million margaritas in your lifetime? It sure feels like it, Dave. Um, <laughs> probably not. Mathematically, that's probably not accurate, but maybe a thousand. Spiritually, yes. Okay. Manny's restaurant of Kansas City is truly proud and honored to have been open and serving the Kansas City people for over 39 years. They would like to thank all of Kansas City for their support, and they hope to continue to be your favorite Mexican restaurant destination in Kansas City. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guest. Today, I am joined by a first-time guest here on the show. He's a stand-up comedian, a writer from Los Angeles who moved to Kansas City last year, a native of Salina, Kansas. He has a bunch of podcasts and albums, and he brought down a sex cult. We got to talk about that. We don't have to. Okay. (laughs) He has a wife and three cats and loves shoving Mexican food into his dumb mouth. Welcome to Taco the Town, Brock Wilbur. Hey, good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So you really don't want to talk about the sex cult? We don't have to. You know, I Are you saying saxophone? Sex cult. The saxophone. I want to talk about it. <laughs> As David Bowie played what it. What are we talking about? Oh, if you just Google Brock Wilbur's sex cult, you'll find all my writings about the cult Nexium. Oh. Who I exposed a year and a half ago and who is currently at trial. So uh, You friend, exposed them? That's me doing good in the world. Yay! They, they tried to recruit me for a journalism program that they were starting and uh, me and the rest of the people were just like, why would you get a bunch of journalists into your very obviously <laughs> poorly designed front for a sex cult? So here you go. I thought I was in a sex cult once and it was just a uh, bowling league. Also joining us, a previous guest here on Taco the Town. She was on our El Torito 2 episode, episode 12, way back in the beginning when we were just just a young little podcast getting started. <laughs> it's a little baby. She's a girly girl whose taste for adventure has taken her as far as Chile. The only thing that matches her sass is her spice. She also karaoke's a mean Mr. Wendell. <laughs> Welcome back to Taco the Town, Erica Raider. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. 
So what's your uh, what's your taco life been like in the last year and a half since you've been on the show? Has your life changed at all? Just been binging. Binging tacos? Binging tacos. <laughs> people recognize you, come up to you on the street? Of course. People Google me. It feels nice. Oh, cool. Do you get Google alerts when people Google you? No, but I'm constantly asking if they've done so. <laughs> Do you call the Google offices and ask who's Googled you? <laughs> I can't find the number. It's strange. It's 1-800-GOOGLE. <laughs> I'll try GoDaddy. I think that might work. Also joining us today is a six times, count them six times, folks, guest here on Taco the Town. She loves Rudy's. She also loves a great Indian buffet. She's an actress, an improv comedy performer with the Kansas City comedy troupe Ham Kitty. She holds Manny's near and dear to her heart as many family meals growing up here in Kansas City were spent here at Manny's. Welcome back to Taco the Town, Kate Hogan. Thank you. Hello. Thanks for okay. being here. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I'm just doing it because no one did it for me, and I'm passive aggressive <laughs> like let's that. So let's do it for you now. We're all, Everyone, we're Brock, Brock, Wilbur, everybody, sex. We'll cult. fix it in post. Wow, sex person. <laughs> Now, Kate, you have memories of Manny's totally. as a child, right? Oh, yeah. Many yeah. birthdays, happy occasions were spent here growing up? We spent a lot of Saturday nights here waiting for like, I feel like it was like two or three hours for a table and there would be like mariachi bands walking around. And then we'd come here and get, you know, Parmesan cheese on our tacos. Now, did anyone read the article on Eater.com about the Kansas City taco? Did anyone read that article? Yes. I didn't. Go on. They said that the Manny's taco is the Kansas City taco, and I'd never heard that before. I just thought it was a delicious taco. Yeah. I didn't realize it was specific to Kansas City. I guess so. And it's the Parmesan cheese. And, yeah, uh, like the fried. Yeah, with the toothpick Which is my favorite it. kind. Mm -hmm. Fried in the shell, Parmesan cheese. And there's like four or five other places in town that serve it. And the article is about how those kind of tacos are going extinct because there's more of a demand for authentic tacos here in Kansas City now. And the Kansas City quote-unquote taco that they serve at Manny's are going by the wayside and not as requested. I think it's because people feel shame in ordering <laughs> crispy tacos. And I like the idea that they're making like it authentic to Kansas City. So maybe you'd feel less shame in ordering it. Like hometown pride, this is our taco. We are also in the taco district where there are like eight places within this block. Why wouldn't there be room for diversity in that? That's my whole, the, the article is great. I mean, it, it really highlighted the places that serve those kind of tacos, but I'm for every kind of taco. So, I mean, I don't order the same taco every time I go somewhere. I usually order the same kind of taco. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh no. <laughs> And that's okay. I'm, I'm just that kind of person. There's room for, like, we're all about diversity here, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes diversity means being a homogenous human being, right? <laughs> <laughs> you are an outlier in that way, and your choices should be respected. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm unique in that I'm a white male. <laughs> and that I order bland food. Who doesn't right? like change. <laughs> that, doesn't that make me special? Well, you of used course. to be a fajita guy, right? I used to, that's true. Yeah. I love the way you say that about me on this show. <laughs> Hey, Chris, he used to be a fajita guy. At like, Chili's. what is a fajita guy? Like, that was back when it... you would wear, like, a just a vest and a scarf everywhere you went. <laughs> oh, so you're like a, a sad boy, a literature yeah. fuck boy. And, right? Right, yeah, yeah. And you'd be like, 
I want the fajitas. I'll take the fajitas, please. There is something pretentious about fajitas, isn't there? Of course. Let's call it out right now. I mean, I, I'm I'm reformed. Well, it's attention seeking, if nothing else. Right. Is it real? Yeah, the way they carry the food out and yeah. it's like sizzling oh, really loud, so everyone like, watches your food be delivered to you. Yeah. But I miss that. I miss the sizzle. Well, enjoy the spectacle. I miss the sizzle. I like that sizzle. Yeah. I miss I miss adding my own sprinkling my own cheese on. That was always fun. So will you forgive me? We all forgive me for being a fajita guy, yeah, or is man, this I, a stigma that I, I have it, to wear? Hey, man, I put that in the past. I, you know, just looking forward. Well, but I, I want to know your your homogenous taco order, though. I just usually get a chicken taco with sour cream. That's so it. Sad cheese, lettuce. <laughs> there was so, just so much buildup for us to just be sad for you. <laughs> Wow. Oh, here's okay. the thing, I mean, I it sounds good, but I'm sorry. It's okay. I don't really like to hear the word shame when I'm thinking about tacos, you know? No, I don't but want you to are shaming me right now. That's not taco shame. You're shaming me. You usually get about four of those, don't you? Three or four. You really enjoy them. You really crunch them down. I oh, do. You said one taco with just chicken and sour cream. Well, I usually I was get, picturing I, one sad little taco. I usually, I usually get, plate. I usually get two. It's like the theory that my wife and I had about children is we had two kids because if we were shitty parents, they at least had each other. So I get two tacos. So if I'm a bad eater, I don't know what you are. What's your relationship to a taco, Dave? What is your relationship to tacos? Like when a taco I comes no, out, I have no is it your child? I don't know. No. Do you think those two tacos <laughs> hug each other in your stomach and cry? Oh my God. <laughs> Probably. Because I'm so bland. They're like, man, if we could have been eaten by somebody more interesting. Just because they have each other and they're being digested. Yes. They're being like sucked into the whirlpool yeah, of your intestines that's my thought, together. They have it. They at least have each other. Yeah. Do you think Just like when you go to hell, yeah. there'll be other people there with you. That's nice. <laughs> Do you think your stomach ever misses the fajitas? <laughs> It's really, we've got really depressing. What did you I, mean, say I, miss that? I think my stomach does miss the fajitas. I miss the, I miss the sizzle. I Is think it, your ears miss the sizzle. Which I, of your grandparents passed that you were the saddest about? I don't know. I'm just sort of riding the wave that you're putting down. If you have to pick one out of all of them, um, it would be my grandfather on my mother's side. Let's Me talk too. About dogs. Oh, Me too. Wow. Oh, there you go. Dogs wow. that have passed okay. away while we're at it. Hey, we all have that in common. Oh, yeah. What's That's the most funny. tragic dog passing away? story you guys have? I have a sad animal passing I, story. Oh wait, let's not do this. I, <laughs> had a, I had a Taco Bell dog named Chachi. No. Oh, is like he still chihuahua? with us? She went to she went to Texas. I don't know where she is now. <gasps> Your parents just said she went to Texas. Yeah, they were like, Chachi's got to go. Y se fue. What, oh I'm sorry, what, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> she left. Y se fue? Yeah, se fue. She left. So Chachi, um, what does Chachi mean? I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I think like it was Scott a happy, Yeah, I think it was like a uh, happy days reference. Named after Scott Look, if you're going to say something in another language and then say your dog is named Chachi, <laughs> you better say that Chachi means fajita in a different language or something. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Erica, did you ever come to Manny's? Yeah, of course. I was thinking about it earlier. And I think the last time I was here was an early morning. And by early, I mean 11 a.m. right when they open. And my friend and I sat at that bar right over here that I'm staring at. And we ate so much chips and salsa. 
when you were talking about stomach aches, it really resonated with me. Are you one of those people that eats a lot of chips and salsa before the tacos get there so it ruins your taco meal or do you pace yourself? You know, it's always a goal of mine to pace myself in whatever I do, but self-control just depends on the day, really. Yeah, I just eat as many chips and salsa as I can. And and then I eat as many tacos as I can, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, of course. I don't mess around. Uh, Brock, have you ever eaten a Manny's before? You are new to KC, yes, correct? Yes. Uh, the first week I was here as part of moving boxes around our house, my wife sprained or maybe broke her ankle. And uh, right across the street here is one of those uh, one-hour clinic things. So she was like, I'm going to go in there. And I was like, I'm going to go in here. <laughs> and it wound up taking something like three and a half hours for them to finally tell her, yeah, the ankle's just sprained, like, rapid or something. But in that three and a half hours, I was just at the bar here. So by the time she got out, I was like, you got to come try this place. <laughs> oh, my God, it's good. Uh, she's like, well, I'm in a lot of pain. I was like, yeah, but I think this will help. Like, <laughs> come on, babe, limp on over limp here. On, limp on over. I can't I'll cross the street. You. I got to. <laughs> they got now, Modelo on tap. <laughs> now, growing up in Salina, what was the taco scene like there? Salina prepped me for um, a number of greasy spoonish places made by all white people that led me to believe that queso dip was the, the go-to. Like, I've, I grew up thinking that Tex-Mex shit standards were traditional Mexican food and then uh, moved to Los Angeles and found out that's not correct in any way. <laughs> so you do eat a lot of tacos when you lived out in LA? Very much so. What are some of your favorite taco spots in, uh, in LA? I, I tried to prep this last night for today and almost every one of them is in a different part of town and is some sort of building or truck that does not have a name on it because <laughs> it does not have a license to sell food. So I was trying to like Google search for that. I was like, you know what? I'm not finding any of these anymore. They're, uh, they move around or uh, they don't want to be found right now. So <laughs> now we're here on Cinco de Mayo weekend. The party started. There are people dancing around us. Actually, not yet, but there will be shortly. There's balloons. That YouTube video is still playing. <laughs> did you guys, growing up, how did you celebrate Cinco de Mayo? Did you guys go out and eat tacos? Did you eat them at home? I'm going to just guess that my mom baked some El Paso taco shells in the oven. Yeah. Warmed them up there. Oh, yeah. And then she made some ground beef with (laughs) a packet of spices and then cut up some tomatoes and some lettuce. my mouth is watering. Which my brother's friend called Salad. I think we discussed that in another episode. He was a confused kid. And we thought he was really weird. We were like, Salad, that's lettuce. That's chopped up, you weirdo. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to guess that's how we did it. Well, Cinco de Mayo wasn't around when we were kids, right? At least when I was a child. Wait, what? I mean, no, this, this no, is remember, not like a long-standing holiday. Remember on the calendar, skip ahead from the 4th to the 6th in May? Right. Yeah. yeah. They, they right. There was no 5th of May yeah. until like the 90s. Right. <laughs> I think it was 92 they started celebrating 5th of May was a day. Yeah. It was supposed I'm to be 91, sure. but it skipped that. Right. So it was, yeah. yeah. It was a confusing time for us. It was. We were skipping a lot of numbers back then. (laughs) But by the way, Brock, I wanted to just let you know that you said you're from Salina. Yes. Salina translated to English from Spanish is saline. We've done it. We cracked the code. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. Now I know. I'm not kidding. Now, how would you guys feel about doing a uh, Cinco de Mayo quiz? Yay. And I can uh, quiz your Cinco de Mayo knowledge. Okay. (laughs) Challenge accepted. All right, here we go. Cinco de Mayo quiz. Question number one. Why is Cinco de Mayo celebrated? A, Mexican Independence Day. B, Revolution Day. C, Anniversary of the Battle of Puebla. D, Day of the Dead. C. Correct. Battle of Puebla. Very good, everybody. Uh, Question number two. What does Cinco de Mayo mean? 
A, 5th of May. <laughs> B, my sink is full of mayonnaise. C, 4th of May. D, the donkey rides at midnight. A. Correct. <laughs> Very good. Wait, wait you have two May. hands. You're using one for the mic. <laughs> you just went from one to two on the same hand, keeping track of three players. <laughs> He's holding yeah. them far apart, though. I He's have a system. Look, I have a system. Look, I'm the one who has an MBA here in this crowd, right? That's true. All right. right. Uh, I have earned it, and I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Let's move forward. How many MBAs do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I barely have one. Question three. Still have nightmares about Cinco it. Cinco de Mayo is a national holiday in Mexico. A, true. B, false. B. 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 Great, guys. It's false. It's not. This is all just make-believe here or in Mexico, right? Mostly here. Mostly here. Okay. A question four. Americans consume how many pounds of avocados on Cinco de Mayo every year? A, 27 million. B, 81 million. C, 72 million. D, 68 million. B. D. D. We're going with B, 81 oh! million. It's a lot of avocado. No, I want to see the finger go out now. <laughs> I, I need to try. I know this isn't a visual medium, but what's happening on this table now is a crime against math. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to work, and it's, <laughs> it's working so far, so everybody can go fuck themselves. <laughs> the world, Okay, the world's largest Cinco de Mayo party is held in A, Veracruz, Mexico, B, Los Angeles, California, C, Denver, Colorado, D, Houston, Texas. D. I'll go Los Angeles. I didn't hear. I was, I was listening for the YouTube video again. <laughs> B, I don't know what it was. Los Angeles, California. Oh, yeah. So you guys got it right. Oh, great. Well, no, he got it. He got okay. Okay. Well, if she got it right, he got it right. Fix the finger. What? Why? <laughs> it's, it's the it's first. Answers first. It's no, it, it's, it's the, the right first answer. person to answer correctly. This is a terrible. I'm the one keeping segment. score, <laughs> and I don't have enough fingers to um, accommodate the rule that you just, just tried to introduce. Why don't we just consult the bylaws? <laughs> Do you have the bylaws of our Cinco de Mayo quiz? Chris? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> It'll take me a few. How are they not in your 90 pages of show notes? <laughs> Guys, we got a lot to get through. Enough of this grab ass, okay? What country drinks the most tequila per capita? A, United States. B, Germany. C, Mexico. D, Canada. C. C, C. Mexico. Yay, I got okay, one. So it's two, three, three. You got it right too, right? Yep. Yeah, of course. Okay. Which <laughs> traditional food is not served at Cinco de Mayo celebrations? A, margaritas. B, chalupas. C, Cole Cannon. D, Tamales. B. C. A. Right. That, yeah. It's That's C. Irish. It's Irish, yeah. Why would they put that on here? They're we are for a loop. tied just for people Wait, at who home. Who made this? Oh, this guy on the internet. Oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought this was yours. Oh, yeah, this is all me. Sorry. <laughs> so I know the, the listeners can't see my fingers, so I want to just say that we are tied at three apiece amongst our guests. Is that, here. Is that what your limp hand means? <laughs> 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 That's oh my god. My <laughs> I hope so, because I'm afraid of what else it could mean. <laughs> All right. In Mexico, the largest celebration of Cinco de Mayo takes place in A, Guadalajara, B, Puebla, C, Tijuana, D, Monterey. B. A. C. B, Puebla. Yeah! Wow. Erica pulls ahead. Who originally wanted to invade Mexico? A. France, Germany, and Spain. B, France, England, and Spain. C, France, Portugal, and Spain. D, France, England, and Italy. C. C. Mm -hmm. B, France, England, oh, and Spain. Wow. That God, was a guys. nail biter. Come on, guys. 
Everybody knows that. Oh, wait. So now this is the problem. If we were to let everybody answer, oh, forget it. Forget <laughs> it. Sorry. I was just, I'm over, over calculating okay, the rules final, here. Final question. What year was the Battle of Puebla? 1861? 1867, 1862, or 1865? A. C. D. C. Does that make Brock the winner? Brock and Erica are tied at four apiece. So now we have to go to the president of Mexico question as the tiebreaker between Erica and Brock. Now you're going to have to get the paper off the floor. I'm just hearing him try to pronounce it now, so I've already won. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I skipped this one. (laughs) Who was the Mexican president during the battle? This is just for Erica and Brock. You guys ready for this? Mm -hmm. These are all going to be correctly pronounced. Benito Juarez. Felix Maria Zualogowagawala. <laughs> Good so far. Good, Good so far. Jose Maria Iglesias. Porfirio Diaz. I'm going to go with A. C. The winner is Brock. Oh. Benito Juarez. Wow. <laughs> nice job. Nice job, Brock. You really, you really know your Cinco de Mayo, man. <laughs> Did not see that coming today. <laughs> would you rather get applause just for being introduced, or would you rather get applause for it's winning? Good that I had to earn it. <laughs> based on your intellectual superiority. This is great. <laughs> All right, guys, every week here on the show, we like to check the taco news stories of the week. This is called Checking the Taco Ticker. Let's check the taco ticker. Cinco de Mayo edition. Okay, so this is the taco news stories of the week. This is the taco ticker. Does anyone have any taco news they want to talk about that you brought with you today in a pamphlet? Do you have the Detroit Free Press, Taco Bell in Midland ranked best in chain, entire staff wins Xbox consoles? No. Tell me about That's that. That's from one day ago. I was saving that for the Xbox news portion, but okay, yeah. sure, we can jump That's in. Yeah. Wow, I want to go to this so, Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, they won the Taco Bell's number one RGM of the year. RGM stands for... Really great Mexican. <laughs> um, it's the Golden Bell recipient. I don't know what it stands for. What does it mean? Oh, oh, oh. The restaurant's general manager, Jennifer Avery, was awarded RGM of the year. So regional uh, general manager, yes. maybe? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Receiving an all-expense paid trip to Hawaii. Company also recognized Anastasia DeMitchell from a Taco Bell in Frankenmuth and Donna Hankins from a Grand Haven Taco Bell as part of the elite 100 Golden Bell RGM recognition recipients. Oh, there you go. Well, congratulations. Taco news you can use. Yeah. Clap, clap. Yeah, that's great. That's really great. Real you ladies. Mexican is also, I, I think. Like, I like ladies anything. be doing it for themselves, right? <laughs> I like anything with Taco Bell, so. Now, Erica, you still love a double-decker Taco Supreme. That's your ultimate taco? Yeah, or like a cheesy gordita crunch. Okay. Mm. What is that? Will you tell me what that is? I don't know. Cheesy gordita crunch is a crunchy beef taco that has the gordita. It's almost like pita wrapped. Mm-hmm. It's a similar concept to the double decker where you have a crunchy taco inside oh. of a soft taco. Mm. Uh, it's just thicker, awesome. but it's like authentic. hand bread. Yes, of course. And But the, the difference is the glue that holds the crunchy taco with the flour tortilla for the double decker is beans. Yes. But in the cheesy gordita crunch, it's cheese. Huh. Wow. I, I just really want to visit this uh, Taco Bell. It sounds like they really have their stuff together. 
<laughs> I wonder if they set up one of those Xboxes like in the Taco Bell. Maybe it was like a deal that Xbox had. It's like, hey, we've got all these extra Xboxes that nobody wants. Do you want to just give them out to your really good employees? <laughs> I like the employees of Xbox being like, look, this is garbage that no one wants. <laughs> just all these boxes with an X on them. <laughs> Maybe they just called one day, like restaurant workers do, and said, hey, do you guys want to do a trade? Like a family meal trade? Except it was you give Xboxes. Us some party packs, yeah. We'll give you some Xboxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, it where are you at? They're like, Detroit. Okay. This is going to be trickier. <laughs> party packs for an Xbox seem comparable in terms of price. Right. Totally. <laughs> okay. Uh, taco ticker story number two. Thanks for that taco sure. ticker story. Kate. You're welcome. Um, Chipotle's digital sales in the last four months have doubled. Their loyalty program has enrolled 3 million people since March when it launched. When you say digital sales, you mean like selling it online, not like digital Chipotle, right? Right. Reach that, not that virtual, point. Okay. not virtual burritos or tacos. Right. Digital sales, like people ordering on their phones and on, on the internet. Mm-hmm. I would have missed that they had the VR bowl at this point. It yeah. would have been upset to it. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to try one of those. Chipotle says that its loyalty program, which launched on March 12th, has 3 million members. Their shares have soared over the past year, up more than 95%. So all of that food poisoning stuff is in the past. Have you guys been eating at Chipotle more in the last yeah. few months? I have. I have, but let us just acknowledge that their queso is it's not good. Garbage. <laughs> it's a get garbage thing that they added. They I even had, had to do like a hopes. second <laughs> batch of it, and it's bad, too. Like, they, why can't oh, they, they get... Oh, they redid it? Yeah, they redid it. No. <laughs> this queso, on the other hand, yeah, is this delicious. Yeah, Monterey Dip. This oh Monterey gosh. Dip. There you go. That originated right here at Manny's. The creator is here today. I know. Yeah, we've got all the sauces here, all the chips and dip. The Monterey Dip is cheese dip with bean dip in it. Is that what that is? Yeah. I think that's their no, no, bean that's, dip. That's and the We don't have enough room on our table because we have just so much. It's the white queso. Mm. So has anyone oh, noticed God, when you it. go to Chipotle now, they have those shelves with all the, when all the digital orders go on those shelves. Isn't that kind of weird to go there and see like the food sitting there on shelves and people just kind of walk in and out? And That's what I do. I get mine off your, the shelf. Yeah. Really? You're one of those shelf people? I'm a shelfer. My wife and I have a little brother through big brothers, big sisters out here, and he comes from a family from Mexico, uh, and we've taken him to a lot of Mexican restaurants in this city, including Chipotle, and it's his first time being to any of them, and every time he's just bewildered by some of these things. He's like, this is not a part of any part of the cuisine that my family has ever had. Like when we got to the front line Chipotle, and they're like, white rice or brown rice, he just looked at me and was like, I don't know what that means. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, sorry. I forget that this is going to be an issue that. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's different. Did anyone ever get a salad at Chipotle? No, I'm not sad. (laughs) No. Sad salad. Doing like paleo, I would get like a salad, but I hear their their salad dressing is really good. I've never gotten one. It's different. I don't know. Maybe I just got a bowl without rice and a bunch of the fajita vegetables. Because I think I would remember the salad dressing. Yeah. Somebody says it's really good. Cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) This is all getting cut. Okay, taco ticker story number three. Taco Bell, which we just talked about, has launched their summer apparel line. It includes bikinis inspired by sauce packets, swim trunks, shirts, and other summer accessories. There's nothing hotter than hot sauce. To celebrate the warm weather... Taco Bell is launching a new line of summer merchandise that includes bikinis, pool floats, 
towels, and designs inspired by the restaurant's famous hot sauce packets. There are also beach umbrellas and hats, among other items. The entire summer collection is currently available on the brand's online store, with swimming trunks and sauce packet bikinis going for $60 a piece. What? And towels for $25 each. In honor of the new warmer weather, the company is pushing its new party packs, which will be available for delivery through Grubhub for your summer parties. The last thing I want to do after eating a party pack is put on a fucking swimsuit. When you say Taco Bell, I think my beach body is ready. <laughs> <laughs> I think eating a taco in a pool. You guys ever <laughs> swam and ate a taco at the same time? No, that sounds, oh, that sounds miserable. Awful. I've dreamt about it. Have you ever eaten a taco on a pool float? No. Lettuce following, following, falling in the water. Lettuce following you through the water. <laughs> That's what it would be. It would <laughs> be like a trail nightmare. of lettuce following you as you float. I mean, Taco Bell is just all about the party these days. They just want to keep the party going, you know? Party packs, party party bikinis, party pool floats, br- I, um, umbrellas. I have avocados on my swimsuit. On your swimsuit? Yeah. Or in your swimsuit? I heard um. in as well. I, <laughs> can we go back to the tape on that one? <laughs> Would anyone ever order any of this Taco Bell merchandise? Well, yeah. I wish that we could describe like what our faces looked like as you were reading because <laughs> I got this like really, my jaw hit the floor. I was so excited. And then I looked over and... Kate was scowling. (laughs) We had the exact opposite reaction. Like I was like, yes, all for it. I wonder what my taco, I'd rather have like a hot sauce one piece because I really want to emphasize. Okay, good. I really want to emphasize like whatever saying that they put on it. Like, um, right. Fiery. Exactly. Like fiery. And then, you know, that little slogan that's like, oh. I knew you'd come back or something yeah. like that. Right. Like, Long time. Where you been? Uh, right. Question mark. I want the right. trunks to say something like squeeze me out. <laughs> <laughs> squeeze me out, baby. Yeah. I know how flirty they are. I know how to flirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Has anyone ever had Taco Bell delivered? No, not yet. I'm really, no, I'm trying to avoid it because honestly, that sounds like a major slippery slope that I just got a dog this last year. And like, if I just started getting Taco Bell delivered to my house, I would, no one would ever see me again. I mean... How I'm late do they deliver? This beautiful thing that loves me. Right, exactly. <laughs> How late do they deliver? Do you know? Because I mean, I would order it late Taco at night. Taco Bell goes late. Yeah. So fourth meal. So this is actually like someone from Taco Bell bringing it, and not like a DoorDash type thing. I think they said Grubhub, Grubhub. right? Oh, Grubhub. Okay. Do they have to put a Taco Bell light on the top of their car? Because I want that light, like a Pizza Hut light or a Jimmy John's light. Or do Grubhub people don't have to do that? I don't think so because they deliver from like multiple different venues, right? Yeah. I got to look into that. I'd like to, I mean, but I enjoy going to the drive-thru and waiting and, uh, Taco Bell Neon sounds like it's right up your alley. Yeah, I need some. Well, thanks for checking those taco ticker stories, guys. Thank you. Hey folks, Dave from Taco the Town here. Let me tell you a little bit about Lotus Pool Records. Did you know that Lotus Pool wants to be your record label? They have a treasure trove of countless euphoric epiphanies awaiting your discovery. An eclectic collection of magically beautiful music that is not afraid to challenge you as much as it wants to earn your respect. 
It's artists work incessantly to produce perfect albums. Albums that want to be your best kept secret. Sample the entire Lotus Pool catalog for free at lotuspool.com. Enjoy voice of action, self-titled dish of sexy rock. Poster children's critically acclaimed political sledgehammer, Grand Bargain. Chris Cardwell's deeply sincere debut, Burning Heart. The siren song seduction of Heidi Lynn Gluck's Pony Show. And the brilliantly remastered re-releases of Zoom's Helium Octopede, produced by Greg Sage of The Wipers, and Rockin' in Rio, now available on 8-Track. Once you've discovered the magic of Lotus Pool music, please share it with your friends. Some secrets are too good to keep. Check them out today at lotuspool.com. Well, guys, we have a very special guest here with us, and we've got some tacos. I see our tacos have arrived. Let's, let's get to what this special, our special guest and these special tacos. All right, our tacos are here, and they look amazing. We're also joined by David Lopez. That's me. And what's your, what's your title here? I am Manny's? the general manager of Manny's Restaurant. Okay. Yeah, general manager. Thank you so much for having us yeah, here today. it's our pleasure. These look great. I appreciate you having us here for Cinco de Mayo, too. Yeah, absolutely. It's a wonderful weekend for us. You know, we uh, as a family do what we need to do to make sure we take care of our Mexican Christmas, as we like to call it here. <laughs> you know, instead of uh, fun toys and uh, crappy socks, we give you delicious margaritas <laughs> and awesome tacos. So uh, this this means a lot this weekend to us, and we really appreciate it, and we really loved uh, hosting Kansas City on a wonderful weekend. Now, is this your busiest weekend of the year? You know, it's pretty close. Pretty it really, close. really is. You know, we do very, very well. Actually, uh, the new contender right now might be the Big 12. Tournament. Oh, yeah. um, we had the absolute best Big 12 tournament we've ever had over the weekend. Uh, Iowa State, K State, KU, all the local thrills. And those, God bless those Iowa State fans. They love coming down to see us. But uh, Cinco's always in the top three for sure. Absolutely. I read that article on eater.com mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. the Kansas City taco. And mm-hmm. we talked about that a little bit here recently. I never knew it was called that. I mean, you guys kind of originated that sure. taco, right? You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of original history in Kansas City with when it comes to Mexican food. I think it definitely does not get enough play, the culture, the history of the Latino community here in Kansas City and what we've done for decades and how we present our food. You know, the Kansas City taco is something that's going to be a corn tortilla that's going to be pinned with toothpicks. It's going to have a protein in it. It generally tends to be ground beef. Um, My grandmother used to make them with ground beef. And if, if things got tough and if the budget got tight, she used to put diced potatoes in there and she used to put peas in there. And it was just as delicious as it ever was. My mother actually does that pretty much every other Sunday still for me and my kids when we go over there on Sunday and my wife. So it's a lot of fun. So there is a historic kind of feel. You know, it also all depends on where your family originated. What did your family do? What part of Mexico are you guys from? What are you doing? You know, if my family is more from the inland parts of Mexico, a little bit of a small town outside of Mexico City. So it's ground beef. It's oregano. It's salt. It's pepper. It's uh, those traditional spices that they use for their family, onions, garlic, you know, so different things like that that kind of fit our family's profile. There is nothing on this menu that my grandmother did not make. And so that's why we try to stick to our origins. And your recipes are all still the same. That they are all still the same. Don't fix it if it's not broke. My father would come down from heaven and stick his boot up my you-know-what <laughs> if I tried to change anything. And, you know, that's... Manny a, himself. Manny himself would come down. You know, we lost my father three years ago as of April 29th. Um, it was right around Cinco de Mayo. It was a very, very big blow to our family, to our staff, and especially to the Kansas City community. Yeah. You know, Manny Lopez is an icon. He's one of the pillars that built this downtown area. And as a family and as his son and my sisters and my mother, 
we are also very proud to keep those, uh, those glowing lights on around his beautiful name out there in front door. So we, we appreciate that very much. Now you, did you just grow up here in the restaurant? You know, it was kind of a tough deal. My old man was tough about that. He did not want me to come down here oh, and work. Okay. You know, he told me as long as I played sports, as long as I got good grades, as long as I kept myself out of relatively a good amount of trouble, I was, uh, was going to be okay. My mother and my father were very encouraging to me to try to do something outside of this. They wanted me to follow my own dreams. They didn't want me to be bracketed or feel, feel the need for me to have to do something. My father really believed in, in plowing your own road. I went to Bishop Miege High School here in Kansas City, graduated in 1997, played a little football, baseball. I sang for the choir. I did a lot of theater, a lot of shows like that. I went to Benedictine College on a football scholarship, continued to sing, continued to do theater and things like that. Met my beautiful bride, Emily, and uh, we have five children now. And uh, it's just so blessed. And the best thing that ever happened to me by my father and my mother allowing me to be my own person. Things worked out to where I was the executive chef here for about 10 years. I learned from my sisters, Debbie, my sisters, Renee, Kathy, and Kim. And I learned from Rafa Guzman, who's still our chef. He's been our chef here forever. He's actually learned from my grandma and my grandpa and my aunt. And he learned from my mother and um, he taught me and did that for about 15 years. And then I've been the general manager for about six or seven years. Took a little hiatus there for two years, worked at US Foods, did uh, major sales and territory management for them. Love that. But uh, this is where I belong. This is my home. How have you seen the Kansas City taco scene change over the years? You guys have been here since 80, 1980. Yeah. There weren't very many Mexican restaurants around back then or were there down well i mean down, i down. think the boulevard is always a good kept secret maybe not a secret now yeah. um i do think we have wonderful restaurants down on the boulevard that do a wonderful job they're able with the smaller kind of niche in a smaller building smaller seats to do more of menudo more what people would consider traditional type dishes like that tacos del pastor menudo all these wonderful different things that they do extremely well Heck, there's even a couple places that I'll go down there to and enjoy myself to get some things that my grandma used to make when I was growing up. You know, for us, the scene, and especially with the taco scene, you know, like we talked about in that eater.com article, it's being, the traditions are being a little bit of attacked here. And that's okay. You know, um, everyone that watches Food Network, everyone that always has a comment on Yelp and all these different things, which, you know, I, I hold no bones. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, I don't like it when people can get on a website and tell me that we're not authentic or we're not this or we're not that. But everybody has an opinion. Everyone has a right to express it. So for me, I do feel like the constant is always comfort food. Comfort food is something that people need and want in their lives. And the Kansas City taco is a big part of that. It's easy. It's traditional. And it's delicious. And it's warm. And it's soothing. And it makes you feel good. And the taco that you're going to eat today is going to be the same taco that we served in 1980. And I will bet on the tradition and the culture and our comfort to the city of Kansas City over duck tacos, goat meat tacos, you know, la lingua tacos and all that stuff. That's all great. That's all fun. But those are spinners and they'll spin out. But the the beef taco, the Kansas City taco will be a mainstay. And Kate, those are the kind of tacos you grew up eating. Oh, yeah. We would come to Manny's on the weekends, my family, and we'd listen to the mariachi band and eat. Tacos with Parmesan cheese. <laughs> They're so good. And, and we appreciate that. And I, and I love hearing stories like that. You know, your, your family's interweave, interwoven with our family, mm. right? And, you know, we have wedding rehearsal dinners here upstairs. We have birthdays. We have 
when people pass away and we have funerals and different things like that, people come and share that with us. And we want to take care of you. We want to take care of your family. We want to make sure that you feel that love that our family has for serving this community because it's really important. Are we perfect? God, I wish we were, you know, but if ever there's an issue, you can always reach out to us and we'll do the best we can to make sure you're right. And we've got those, we've got the Kansas City tacos. You've got the Muchos Tacos Beef. You've got the Street Tacos Pork. You've got our delicious fajita steak tacos right there mixed with pico and Diablo sauce. Oh, Chris is really going to like those. Yeah, you've got he's going to like those. You've got our fantastic Baja tacos right Ooh, here with the delicious red great. and northern Atlantic cod <gasps> and, a, and a guacamole ranch lime. And you've got our rice with there too as well. So, you know, a lot of wonderful little elements here that you guys are going to really, really enjoy, right? Along with the, wash it all down with the margarita. Yeah, we're fantastic. pumped. We are so hungry and ready to try these. Yeah. Erica, did you have any questions about? No, I just love to see someone who's as passionate about tacos as oh we are. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, <laughs> we're passionate as a family. My sisters, my mother, we're here every single day. We do everything mm. we can to try to make sure that Kansas City knows how much we care about this community. This is our privilege. This is our honor. This is a blessing. This is a gift from God. That's what we consider it. Our father and my father, Manny Lopez, never, ever, ever let us sleep on one moral. Take care of the people that walk through these doors because they're, they're spending their hard-earned money and they're making a choice to come and spend that with us. So we're going to do everything we can, everything we can with a smile on our face, love in our heart, to make you feel welcome. That's what we want to do. Well, you're succeeding. For sure. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. I mean, I think, think that guys. sounds like the key to your longevity, just hospitality. It's really it's important. It really is. I mean, you have to care for people, especially today. The world's kind of upside down. We're yeah. all a little bit divided, right? And so when people, people just need to feel respected and cared for, no matter what you do or who you are or where you're at, we all have crosses that we have to bear. That's just life, you know? So when you can walk through our doors and I can see a smile on your face, man, that makes us feel really good about what we're doing, right? We're doing the right thing. So it's awesome. It's a privilege. Well, I, um, I've got a gift I want to give you guys right. here at the, at the restaurant. And this could be for the restaurant, for you and your family. I do Kansas City Legends paintings. That's awesome. I had a first Friday show last night. Cool. And I have a Kansas City Legend painting of your father. Look at that. Oh my oh, That is so cool. Look at me. Oh, oh, I have about 70 of those and uh not of manny but that's all right but of, of other kansas city legends as well and he was uh he was on the at the show last night and i wanted to give that that's to you awesome, guys. man we're definitely going to put this david in our restaurant <laughs> and hang it up that's gonna i hope be great. i captured his likeness it's well. awesome you did a great job man i mean that's great look at him man and that's the one thing that i think that people miss about my father the most this smile was for everybody this smile was for everyone. It was for his people. It was for his employees. It was for the mayor of Kansas City. It was for customers that walked through. It was for anyone and everyone. The best thing that Manny Lopez did was make everybody in this city feel like he was their best friend. It was, it's a beautiful gift that my father have, and I do everything I can to just try to be half as good. So I hope he's proud of us and our family, and I hope he's proud of this restaurant because I miss him every single day. You know, he wasn't just a restaurateur to me and my sisters. He was a father. And for me, he was my best friend, and I miss him every day. This is awesome, dude. Thank you so no much. No problem. Well, thanks again. We're going to get into these tacos. and Get into them. They're going to be delicious. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> and, and thanks again for having us today. You guys are always welcome. We can do it again next year. You oh, have yeah. the invite right now. That. Mark it on the calendar. Thank you. All right. Thank you all. Okay. <laughs> have a wonderful day. Okay. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you. Our tacos are here. We're going to put these tacos to the test. What's everybody eating? Erica, you've got the uh, Parmesan Kansas City taco. All right, guys, what are are your first impressions of these uh, beautiful tacos we've got here? 
Well, <laughs> the one is like my favorite kind of taco ever, the fried shell. So I'm pretty excited. Do you think the I'm main- excited about the chicken and sour cream taco. <laughs> I don't think we have what? that. <laughs> oh, Chris, there's a fajita taco. I know, and as a recovering fajita holic, I'm I'm really excited about my fajita taco, but it's not sizzling. I'm getting one of the Kansas City tacos. Is that the hard crispy one? Okay, we're uh, we're digging in here. <laughs> we're all managing this fine. <laughs> Why did they bring us soup spoons? What are we supposed to eat with the soup spoons? Beans. Roll oh, beans. That's a good call. Rice. There's some beans. I would like a bite of it in a little bit. Oh, look at those beans. Mm. Those look good. Everyone's had some of their first bites. I misunderstood the amount of hot sauce I was supposed to put on. (laughs) Are you having the fajita taco? This taco is phenomenal. That is the Kansas City taco. Yeah, This is unbelievable. The best thing about their Kansas City taco is the ratio of meat to total taco. Because sometimes they have too much meat and then it's kind of dry, but this is so perfect. I like how it's kind of smashed and they make it thin. Some places the taco is too big and it Mm -hmm. falls apart. I really like how my taco is uh, smothered in cheese, Parmesan cheese and lettuce on the side. Thank you very much. It's like a freeze. Right? Have you ever been to Greece? They have all those freezes on the side of the base to the side. (laughs) Or buildings? Bonus taco. Bonus. Wow, we destroyed that entire train. <laughs> What's everybody think? Favorite so far? This Kansas City taco is hard to beat. Yeah. Now, do we have to go around calling that the Kansas City taco now, wherever we find one? It has to have the Parmesan cheese on it, right? Are there, I, I like that idea. Like, even though it's like the new concept to me, I totally get that. Like, yeah, I haven't had that anywhere else. And I like the idea of kind of owning it. So I think we should call it the Kansas City taco. Is the Parmesan because of the mob's influence on the history of Kansas City? You're not far off. Really? Yeah. It's, I'll get into it. I've got the whole article. It's about the Italian uh, neighborhoods, and that's just what was available. That sounds, yeah. Yeah. No, it tracks for me. That makes a lot of sense. Mm. Yeah, man. I really taste that Parmesan now. I never really knew what kind of cheese that was when I'd have that, but that's delicious. Well, isn't that cheese that they use on the more like street tacos or authentic tacos. I think it's called like Cotija cheese. It's very similar to Parmesan. Mm-hmm. Chris, how's that fajita taco? It's really good. <laughs> Are you missing the sizzle? There wasn't sizzle. And that, you know. And there wasn't a spectacle. Like people didn't look as they brought it out because it wasn't sizzling. I feel like I was offended when Kate said that about me earlier, but I, <laughs> I kind of now feel like it's true that I do, I do miss the pomp and circumstance. <laughs> it made me feel special, and it did make everybody look in my direction. <laughs> I but think this- that the, the cart of plates and plates of food is pomp and circumstance, though. Did it not feel the same? It's not the same because the cart doesn't really make a lot of noise. It's just <laughs> plastic. And they weren't clapping as they brought it out either. Right. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. Happy to <laughs> yeah. you. Fajita, fajita, fajita. Eat this fajita now. Here's we're, your we're sour cream. I love that fajita fajitas. song. <laughs> it's like the classic American fajita song. Every no. place that serves them has to sing that song. You know why I love fajitas so much is because every year I got them on one day. It was the same day every year. People sang to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was cake. Fajita day. <laughs> Fajita day. I think it's in late August, isn't it? When you wear a tiny top hat with a string around the bottom. Yeah. That's probably my second favorite holiday besides Cinco de Mayo is Fajita Day. Mm-hmm. 
When's your fajita day? <laughs> Dia de fajita. You well, know, when, when I was a fajita holic, almost every day was fajita day. But now, I haven't had a fajita in years. I'm fajita clean. I just eat tacos now. Although I did overdo it on the hot sauce too, like you. <laughs> Is they, that the green sauce? No, it's it's brown oh. and it's hot. That taco is deconstructed. Is that the fajita taco? How'd everybody like their uh, pastor taco, street taco? I think you're the only one who's tried it so far. Here's the other one. I'll have a bite <laughs> so we can compare notes and then we can pass it around if people don't mind taking bites off my bite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. Kate. Kate, it has cilantro on it. Mm-hmm. So are you getting some soap action? Mm-hmm. It's well balanced, so... Is she one of those cilantro soap gals? She's a soap person. Kind of like a fajita guy. There's a cilantro soap gal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gal, yeah. Are you soap? That's offensive to me. Erica, you're not a soap person. No, I'm very sorry. No, no, I love cilantro. I'm not. Can you you talk to us? Can you just say in Spanish a little bit about cilantro, like your true feelings about cilantro? ¿Quieres que hablo en español de cilantro? Sí. Pues me gusta que es verde, me gusta el sabor, está muy rico. Y cuando pienso en cilantro, pienso en los tiempos buenos, porque cuando estoy comiendo cilantro, estoy pasándola bien. Thank you. You know, I noticed you didn't use the words chachi or salina in in what you were saying. Do you not know those Spanish words? <laughs> you know, I don't. Okay. Well, can you, can study you, up. Can study you, so rarely in describing the flavor of food, do you have to bring up saline? Uh, <laughs> can you say in Spanish just a little bit about how you felt the morning your dog Chachi had to go to Texas? Es muy difícil para mí hablar de eso porque voy a volver a llorar. He llorado tanto pensando en ella porque se fue y nunca le vi otra vez. Thank you. That sounds hard. I'm crying and only 60% of my tears are because of the hot sauce. (laughs) That sounds like saline. didn't manage that. (laughs) Oh, wow. Is that, would you say it's saline coming out of your eyes? 40% is saline, 60% is hot sauce. Selena de La Selena. (laughs) Yeah. Just the Selena. (laughs) I really am crying. I'm glad that you got together. (laughs) Chris is crying right now. Recovery is hard, you know? Man, that dog story really touched you. You don't even speak Spanish. Chachi Swift Safway. It is weird that we went from 10 minutes of chewing sounds just into crying and laughter with no explanation. I am crying because. What's happening to me? (laughs) Okay, so I Googled it. And chachi means cheesy, trashy, or tacky. Oh. Oh. That makes the story even sadder. Just like Scott Baio. What does Joni loves chachi mean? Joni loves cheesy, (laughs) trashy, or tacky. Joni loves trash. That guy is so chachi. That's the example sentence. Scott Baio is kind of trash, though, right? Yeah. He's definitely cheesy. Oh, he's an asshole. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. (laughs) Yeah, Scott Baio sure. is as cheesy as these Kansas City tacos. But look, he's Italian. Wow. <laughs> Wait, is Scott Baio Italian? Oh, yeah. Chris, do you want to talk about... Um, <laughs> Chris, do you want to talk about... Um, and salt. <laughs> uh, your uh, Henry Winkler, um, what you were going to say to Henry Winkler? Oh, because I haven't cried enough? 
Is that why you want me to <laughs> talk about the fajita scraps? I want to just so, try them. No, the fajita. The, we, we've the, got the table scraps. You want the scraps? So, um, as we've talked about, I've had a I had a fairly dark childhood, mm. and um, part of it was that I wished that when I would be home at night on a Friday or Saturday night watching Happy Days reruns. I was hoping that uh, Henry Wrinkler would be my father. And one very sad night, I got out a piece of paper and a pen and I wrote a letter to to the Fonz asking him if he'd be my dad. I think I was 10 years old at the time. And then flash forward to 22 years later when I'm sitting in a Warner Brothers restaurant and uh, at the, on the lot at the, the commissary, the fancy commissary, not the one Wonderful where, commissary. Yeah, one of the best. Right. <laughs> not where the you know ER extras go, but the fancy one. And uh, he was sitting at a table right next to me, and I thought about just walking over there and laying my whole will you be my father trip on him, but I figured that was an inappropriate moment to do so, so I didn't. But I, I stared lovingly, and then just a week, a few weeks ago, we had the opportunity... He was shaking people's hands. He was hugging them. At Comic-Con. Like a father would do to a son who he was proud of. Like So I thought about going up to him and explaining to him, I'm a well-known uh, producer, executive producer of a podcast in this town. I, I you know, have two children. My daughter's in college. I've really made it, Dad. And... Uh, <laughs> now I really am crying. For real. And I uh, couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And you didn't have the letter on you. I didn't have the letter on me. That would have been really something. Wait, did you send the letter? Is it possible? I never sent it. it, The story of my life is basically me (laughs) aspiring to be Henry Winkler's son and having three opportunities to act upon it and not taking those opportunities. This is like sliding doors with Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> I thought you sent it so I kept waiting for you to wait I've seen I've seen sliding doors. This is nothing yes. like sliding doors. <laughs> but I never <laughs> sent it. if you would have spoken to him. <laughs> oh, so you're saying if any one of those three moments, if I had sent the letter, walked yep. up to him at Warner Brothers, or just recently given him a hug after giving him $20. He would have been like, hey. He would have been like, hey. Chris, he was I have something to tell you. <gasps> Henry Winkler is here. <laughs> Come on out, Henry. No, I can't handle it. I gotta, go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> okay, guys. Enough Henry Winkler talk. <laughs> that was the Henry Winkler ticker. I can't say it. Henry talk, Winkler talk the ticker. Winkler. The Winkler. The Winkler ticker. Um, all right, Winkler guys. Tinkler. The Winkler Tinkler. All right, so here on the show, we give five golden tacos being best on a scale of one to five golden tacos. Where would you put the tacos here at Manny's? Who'd like to go first? I'm going to say a 4.9 for nostalgia. And you enjoyed your Kansas City taco, the Parmesan cheese deep fried? Yes, of course. Yeah, that was of great. Course. Brock, what do you I think there's five across the board. We also just had like five different kinds, and they were all great, except the one that I ruined with hot sauce. So, And that was the fajita one? Yes. Which, you know what? It made it better. It'll, it's burned into my tongue for the rest of the day, so. <laughs> you know, that Kansas City taco, I give a five because that is just my golden taco. It's so great. It is literally golden, so it's, it's hard to. Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is my perfect taco. I feel like I've described that taco many times on this show. You have. Without even realizing that I was like, <laughs> 
hearkening back to my childhood and eating here at Manny's. The other two shows, one of the other two shows you did, or two of the other 700 shows that you've been yeah. on here. You did Rudy's, which is a very similar taco yes. to this. And you did Jalapeno's, which is a very similar taco to this. And I went to Inatub on the way to your house. Uh, to, on the way to your house to eat tacos. And an Inatub taco is very similar yeah, to these tacos, yes, exactly. but the cheese is just different. It's the neon... It's uh, the neon powder neon cheese. cheese. yeah. So anyway, that's that's my perfect taco. Nice. Chris? Yeah, the Kansas City taco was amazing. I'd, I'd go along with the 4.9 and the 5 rating. I guess I'll, I'll do 4.9. The fajita taco, I made the same mistake. I put too much hot sauce on it, but I got a good cry out of it. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I needed let it. let it go. I need really. it. I've been having a rough week, so <laughs> I appreciate everybody being there for We're me here for today. It, man. Does yeah. anyone have a good week anymore? <laughs> no, that's the problem. I'd offer you a tissue, but I don't want you to say I'm not crying. <laughs> also, we used all the tissues to clean up the beer that spilled earlier. <laughs> the Erica. one I was cupping in my hand. <laughs> Eric is referring to a, a time when I went to Paisley. I'm wearing my Prince t-shirt today, which I bought at Paisley Park. And we went to Paisley Park and we're all standing in the, the foyer of Paisley Park. Uh, our guide said, and if you all look above you, you'll see a porcelain miniature version of Paisley Park above your heads, and nice. it contains the ashes of Prince. And I was like, I was not prepared for that. At the time, I was like, holy shit, I'm in the same He's room. He's in a porcelain version of his own building? Yeah, in the building itself. Yeah, so it's a very... I did not... It's like a two-stage Russian doll situation where... After you get to the second stage, it's Prince's ashes. But then the tour guide then very awkwardly walked over to a box of tissues, pulled out a tissue, handed it to a woman who was standing there. And she says, it's okay. And the woman said, I'm not crying. (laughs) (laughs) Ironically, I was crying. It's rare that I pre-apologize to somebody that I'm going to take a story and pass it off as my own at drinks for years from now. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. You can have that. Yeah, it was it was a very spiritual experience at Paisley Park. Oh, and I went alone. That was, that was the, the weirdest thing about it. I went alone and, and did the whole tour. Now, would you, you'd say you want Henry Winkler to be your dad, but who would you want Prince to be? Your brother? Oh, wow. Or like an uncle? Or just a friend that you play guitar with? He would be far better than any uncle I've ever had. And I've got a lot of them. So um, oh, I'll take no, uncle. Prince, okay. Prince, my uncle. Or just best friend? Or like a porcelain Henry Winkler. And here's what's inside. <laughs> this is going to go badly. But <laughs> Do you think Henry you Winkler th- is going to bury himself inside his Fonz jacket? It'll a be a, a motorcycle. A porcelain motorcycle. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. When I go a to his... Box. Recording studio. A jukebox. A shark. <laughs> a jukebox. That's a good, yeah. Yeah. At Arnold's, will, when I go to visit the set of Arnold's, will they be like, and in that jukebox is Henry Winkler's body. It's a tinier jukebox <laughs> with a tinier jukebox inside of it. Inside that is a tiny jukebox with the ashes of Henry Winkler. Just the ashes of his thumb. <laughs> Maybe they like Michael Scott's plan for an ad in the office. <laughs> Maybe they just leave the hand. It's ashes, but emerging from the ashes is his hand in the thumbs up position. That's where they serve the drinks. Oh, like in a like, Terminator. In like thumbs yeah. up yeah. shaped glasses. 
I think that scene. God, this is a fucking bleak episode. <laughs> That's why Dave doesn't show. have me on the show. I bring it down. I Let's bring get back to the tacos. Down. So I'm going to say. You said 4.9? Yeah. I'm going 4.8 just for the Kansas City taco alone. That was a great taco. It was great. 4.8 golden tacos. We really enjoyed the tacos here, but this is the time of the show where we read some bad reviews of, uh, of this amazing taco place from very misguided people on Yelp. This is the time of the show called Bad Reviews Read in a Funny Voice. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. It's time for bad reviews read in a funny voice. Erica, uh, who do you have there? I have a misguided lady named Melissa R. What does she have to say? I've lived in Kansas City for 22 years and have been to nearly every Mexican restaurant around. About every five years, I think I will try Manny's again and always regret it. I will say the chips and salsa are decent and enchiladas are good. I took my family last night and it was a huge disappointment. The portions are tiny. My three kids ordered regular entrees and left hungry. We ordered refried beans with one meal and it came out with rice. When I, <laughs> when I brought it to the server's attention, she said she'd bring out beans right away. She did, but then charged us nearly $2 for less than one-fourth cup of beans. They also charge for about one spoonful of sour cream. Not happy and not going back. One star. Bye, girl. What What's a, a one-fourth cup of beans? I think she brings her measuring cups with her. She's misguided <laughs> Melissa. I don't know. More tacos for us, girl. Yeah. Brock, who do you have there? I have Kelly P. And this one isn't even fun. It's just uh, shrimp tacos were just shrimp and lettuce. Pinto beans were cold. This is so terrible. Taco Bell would have been better. Never again, one star. See, yours at least went on. It took us on a goddamn journey through <laughs> nonsense land. Uh, Kate, let's have you do the last one. Oh, and oh, Kate it's... also in the middle of your review when there, we shared a look over the line like the portions were small. We've just eaten here. The fuck are they talking oh, about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the portions are always we were big like, here. What? <laughs> like I remember having a, a enchilada or a tamale here as a kid, and it was huge. Okay, yeah. okay what am I You're doing? You're gonna do the longorious L. That's somebody's name. What's their name again? Long, long, longer, longarius <laughs> L. Longarius, longer, longarius. Longoria, longorias. Longorias. It's more like a bad <laughs> Lord of the Rings name. It's like I O U S on the end. Langerless. <laughs> it seems like it should L be like Legolas. that. Legolas. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, but less of it. Okay. If you've never had good Mexican a.k.a. not Midwest Mexican, then you'll love this place. But if you, oh, like wow. me, are Hispanic, born and raised on the border of South Texas and had a grandmother who disciplined you with a broomstick, but you still loved her because she made fresh tortillas at 5 a.m. every morning, then no, you will not love this place. Keep on walking. One star. Oh my it gosh. sounds like she wants to be spanked. Is that what you took? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she needs a little broom, broom action. Yeah. Smack, smack, smack. If I'm not being disciplined, I don't enjoy flavor. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. This was amazing food here today. If you're in the area, if you haven't come to Manny's in a while, or if you are new to Kansas City, please stop on Manny's and have some delicious tacos. Very good. Right on Southwest Boulevard. 
right where Southwest Boulevard becomes the crossroads, kind of, right? Mm-hmm. Right here in the heart of the city. And not just the food, but the service is unmatched. They're taking really good care of us here. Great service, mm-hmm. great family ownership. Please stop by Manny's and uh, give them a try. We'll be right back after this break. Hey there, everybody. It's your old pal Bigfoot here. Or Sasquatch, if you prefer. You know, one question folks are always asking me is, Bigfoot, what's your favorite podcast? Well, besides Taco the Town, (laughs) I love me some tacos. My favorite podcast has got to be the Bigfoot Collectors Club, hosted by Michael McMillan and Bryce Johnson. Every week, those funny fellas share stories of high strangeness and interview celebrity guests about their personal paranormal history. It's a real hoot. They talk about UFOs, ghosts, weird and wonderful encounters, and crypto creatures like yours truly. They even have a hotline where you can share your paranormal encounters and they might just play it on the show. 310-597-4803. If you're like me and you like yourself some strange and weird and wonderful stories filled with the unexplained, Bigfoot Collectors Club is your podcast. Take it from me, Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Just don't call me skunk ape. My mom hates it when people call me that. Bigfoot Collectors Club, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. This is the time of the show called Taco Topics. This is where I get your in-depth, deep taco opinions. Brock, you've never answered this question before. And Kate and Erica, feel free to chime in. You've both answered these. But if you have anything that you want to update on your Taco Topics list, let me know. Okay. Okay, Brock. Here we go. You ready? I am. Let's do this. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? Cheese. So you're not an authentic taco fan? With oh, no, I'm a monster from the Midwest. <laughs> okay, so you like a Salina taco. Yeah, yeah, a good a good Salina taco, just a <laughs> garbage that should be thrown directly into the trash instead of my shitty-ass mouth. Yes, absolutely. Did you know that means saline? Wow. <laughs> no, it feels cleaner. <laughs> Kate and Erica, have, you, have your tastes changed? What's the one thing you look for in a taco? I might have been so consistent. Like, I look for a fried taco, good ratio of meat to taco, and some dry cheese sprinkled on top. I am still just a really big tortilla lover. Okay. It's all about the tortilla. Brock, do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? You know, used to always be a hard shell guy, moving into the soft shell territory, learning, learning about myself. Yeah, you learn a little bit along the way, don't yeah. you? So what did you think of the shells today? Oh, fantastic. I, I, it's been a while since I had a fried shell, and this was perfect. Hot or mild salsa? Hot, please, except for what I did to my mouth in front of all of us here today. <laughs> no cilantro or pro cilantro? I like cilantro. You're a fan? Yeah, yeah. Pro okay. cilantro. Kate, you're still no cilantro? Correct. Erica, I enjoy cilantro, yes. I wish I liked it. Tastes like soap. Brock, if you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? Mistakes. (laughs) Mistakes, David. (laughs) Okay. So what type of steak? Like a prime rib? Mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) So you eat a lot of corn dogs is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've Not the never. fresh ones, the microwave ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. In your opinion, this is mm. open to everyone. You've answered this before, Kate and Erica. Is Kansas City a good taco town? Absolutely, yes. And it is, yes. <laughs> That's my defense. Is there, is there something taco-wise you think would step Kansas City's taco game up, or you think it's pretty good the way it is? I think it'll be hard to beat a town that also has access to all the barbecue that we have, which as somebody that uh, doesn't care about the authentic taco is like, yeah, 
Throw a Jack Stack taco into my dumb idiot mouth. So you would eat like a pizza taco, a, a corn dog taco, a barbecued uh, quesadilla taco. All this rings true. I'm basically a raccoon in trash. So perhaps my <laughs> opinions on flavor palettes do not matter. But I think that this city is great. <laughs> what are some other good taco towns that you've uh, visited or lived in? You've lived in L.A. Great taco town. L.A., uh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis has some good tacos. Uh, amazing tacos up there. Are they M- much like us? Just like, uh, hey, what if there was nothing else to do? Uh, so uh, yeah, they they really got it going on. They probably got a lot of fish tacos up there, right? Because there's a lot of lakes. Ah, uh, oh, I don't think so. Okay, all right. <laughs> I think you're describing an Ozark taco, which is actually a sex act. So that's oh, a- the Ozark oh. taco. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you'd know because of the sex cult thing. Uh, Can we talk about it? No. Taco about it? (laughs) Brock, have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? No. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You you eat a lot of everything. Yeah, I have no beach bod. I'm good. That's fine. All right. um, This is a a speed round. These are yay or nay questions. This is open to everybody. These are different taco types. There's some new taco types on the the, uh, list here. So say yay or nay on these. Taco pizza. Yay. Yay. Yes. Taco salad. Yes. yes. Yay. Taco burgers. Yay. Yay. Ta- y- yes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> taco dogs, and that's not dogs wearing taco costumes. No. Nay. Taco, taco like a, dogs. It's like, like a chili a dog do- taco. Like a hot dog? Like, it's like a taco chili dog. Nay. Nay? C. C. Yes. Taquitos. Yes. Yay. Walking tacos yeah which some people call uh, a different there's like a different name for walking is that taco. like a person who stands outside like a tax place wearing spins, a costume no that <laughs> a walking taco is a bag of doritos which you don't like cool Correct. ranch doritos or, or nacho chips and then they put all the taco filling in the bag nay. and you eat oh, it out of nay. a bag yeah no i don't like some that people call them bag tacos it's not yeah, a ta- yeah. it's not a taco <laughs> So everyone's nay on that? No, that's a yay. Oh, that's a yay. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I, I've been there. Me. Okay. Remember, he is a raccoon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Miniature tiny tacos. Yay. yay. So cute, oh, of course. They're yes. so cute. I can eat 12 of them. <laughs> I like the babies. <laughs> Choco tacos. Yes. Yay, for sure. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast ate. Naked chicken chalupa. Yay. Yes. Yeah. Only because I feel like anytime you get that, the quality of the chicken is going to be very, oh. very low. Yeah, because yeah, the chicken is the shell and then the, yes. the lettuce and uh, cheese. But and it'll be like a school cafeteria chicken patty. I've had higher quality limp. versions of this. It's okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I would have a I high mean, quality. I don't mind the school taf- cafeteria chicken patties either. <laughs> I miss those every day. Right? Yeah, that was always kind of. Square a... I like the burritos. What about the bean burritos? Pizza. Oh yeah, was that the <laughs> oh hexagonal? I was trying to think of the name of it. <laughs> was that the hexagonal shaped yes, pizza? Yes, that like kind of tastes like a taco. Yeah. Right. What did they? They call that the Mexican pizza, though, didn't they? Or what was it fiestada called? Fiestada pizza. Fiestada. Okay. Christ. Which I don't know what a fiestada is. I know what a fiesta it's not that. is. But... Is it the same as a tostada? Oh. No say. I don't know. Okay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg at breakfast. No. Taco from Taco Bell. What? No. 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 Okay. no. Right. It's very slimy. Oh. Again, I ha- it's a quality control thing. Like, I feel like a fried egg made at Taco Bell is going to soak up the flavor of everything else that's been made on that grill at Taco Bell. And now it's also a texture issue when you tell me it's slimy. It's going to be real rubbery. Like an oyster. 
Ooh. as a shell now. Ay, ay, ay. But it's eggs. I you know, would eat you're, a not, you're not too far off. Oyster. Oh, God, what? No, no. A taco oyster. Like just like an oyster with some taco sauce on it. <laughs> you have had that? I would. Oh, yeah. I'd have that. Okay. Or mussels yeah. with taco. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Taco Bell packets. Like you're yeah. sitting. Picture this. You're at the beach. <laughs> Yeah. In New England. Oh, yeah. One yes. summer stay. In your Taco Bell onesie. You're listening to Sweet Caroline. <laughs> you lost and me. And you're dropping. Boys <laughs> of summer. You're okay, in I'm your, back. You're in your Taco Bell swimsuit. And the same packet that is <laughs> that on your wearing. swimsuit, yeah. you're using to drop on your oysters. Yes. That really does actually sound delicious. Because I fucking love an oyster and just a little drop of taco sauce on there why mm-hmm. not and I just want to be in New England in a fucking taco <laughs> <laughs> just like look at me class I'm not among you <laughs> um, and you can like drizzle it with lime juice instead of lemon you am are I, like am, am a, a genius. Um, you this, are. Are you going on this? You're, this from you're a taco visionary. Yeah. This, I sounds, like, from this sounds like a trip you're now. taking in like this summer. Are you going up? You to guys New are England? invited All if right. you want to. Wow. Yes. Sounds I'm great. in. As long We're as we don't play now, Sweet right? Caroline at any point. <laughs> I look forward to boarding your schooner. <laughs> this is a, a new one, guys. Oh, wow. Mm. Just for the Cinco de Mayo bash today. What is your most controversial? Kansas City taco or barbecue or food opinion. Do you have something that's a very controversial opinion about tacos or food in general here in Kansas City? I think the burnt ends at Gates are trash. Wow. Everyone is clutching their pearls, <laughs> but I agree with you. Oh. oh. You know I what? can't wait to go to New England with you. <laughs> Edit me out of this entire fucking podcast. I have to live here. Like, I can't be around this. Also, everything made it the drunken worm is better than everything everywhere else. So, controversial. That is controversial. I I, I disagree. Edit me out of this podcast now. (laughs) Did you have the Thanksgiving taco at Drunken Worm? Yeah, bud. That sounded real bad. It did not taste like Thanksgiving to me. Well, it had turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy. Turkey is like the devil's meat. I hate turkey. It tastes like corrugated cardboard. The only reason you can eat it at Thanksgiving is because you're drunk from hanging out with your family. Self medication. Yuck. These are some, I like you guys. You brought it on this segment, this question. This is good. Glad that you tore us apart at the very end here. <laughs> I get yeah. real heated. I'm real salty. You know, I never get the burn-ins at Gates. I don't know if I've had them. I usually get just the sandwich and the fries and the, the ribs. Yeah, I like to get the beef on bun, no bun, sub white, please, and some fries. You got your order down. That's nice. Yeah. You're ready for that. I had like a brisket burn-ins plate the last time I was there, and and it didn't yeah, it you, didn't do it for yeah, me. Yeah, you got to go somewhere else Bryant's, for the burnt ends. I like their burnt ends a whole lot. Okay. I love Arthur Bryant's. All right, that was good. Um, last question. Uh, what's the one song uh, you listen to in your car, Brock, when you're on your way to get tacos? Is there a certain song that really gets you pumped up? Really anything off P.O.D.'s debut album, uh, <laughs> Welcome to Southtown. That'll, that'll get me in the mood. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's a good one. Haven't heard of, I haven't heard of P.O.D. in a while, even though I do have it tattooed on my... Wow. Are they the ones that sing like, I feel so alive? Yeah. 
Yeah, that we would truly make sense are the youth of like, a nation. <laughs> right. You like have a lovely singing voice. Oh, I thank you. I'm uh, feeling does, warmed up. Can you sing some Mr. <laughs> Wendell for us? Mr. Wendell, yeah. We've actually reached the point where we were joking before about there not being people here, and now there are too many people here, and we are we are now too fucking loud and weird. Right. But did you notice the YouTube video? Now that Chris is gone, we're all like laughing and having fun. He's not here to make us all cry and make himself cry. Chris had to leave. He had to go to a business appointment, so he's no longer here. That's why you hear this in the edit, Captain Bummer. All right, um, Brock, this is the time of the show called Taco to Me. Mm -hmm. Taco to me, like lovers do. Do you have a taco-related question you'd like to ask me? Why why do you do this? (laughs) Why did you start this? A good question. I just want to make sure I have on my calendar a one day a week where I know I'm going to eat tacos. That is a that is an incredibly human answer. Just yeah, I to, just need yeah. I need to know. I need to know what's going to be there for me and for the city. <laughs> Cuz I'm I'm for the here, people. Right for the people. Yeah. I just I did, I needed that. I was like, you know, I got to schedule something where hey, I'm going to I know I'm going to have tacos that day. <laughs> That's the only reason. That's the, that's the most incredible self-care I've ever heard. Congrats on having that in 2019. Thank, thank you. Thank you. And I just, you know, and I, and I get to meet interesting people such as yourselves and uh, I talk tacos with you and talk about Henry Winkler and a variety like of disappointments from dogs, and dogs to heroes. Fuck babies. <laughs> <laughs> Baptism in the church. In the and church. Ch- and church. Catholicism. <laughs> Well, thanks, guys. Um, do you have anything you'd like to plug before we uh, close out the episode here today? Any? Uh, where can people find you guys on on uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Zanga? I am at Brock Wilbur on all platforms. Uh, BrockWilbur.com. Throw my name uh, into iTunes. Have a bunch of podcasts there that you guys might enjoy. What are your podcasts? Oh. There's a lot of them. I do one with my wife about uh, politics out here called uh, Missouri Loves Company. Uh, we have some good guests on ah, that. I do stuff game. about board games and Star Wars and uh, rock and roll and the concept of being cool. Come check those out. Do you have any plans today for Star Wars? Fort May the 4th be with you. So the cats that we adopted that were found in a dumpster uh, here in Kansas City last year, the vet thinks that their birthday was May the 4th. We put that on our paperwork last year and didn't think about it. And then this year it was coming around. It's like, oh, it's on May the 4th. So for their first birthday... We are throwing our cats a Star Wars themed birthday party where we have a bunch of people coming over and I bought too much Star Wars stuff for like kids' birthday parties off of Amazon's like little hats (laughs) and plates and lights and like dangly decorations and stuff. So uh, we're going to watch the Kentucky Derby uh, get real drunk. And everyone's going to hold our our dumb, beautiful little boys uh, and then maybe listen to Star Wars music. Will so this be on Insta? Like, if I follow <laughs> you, will you have a picture? Yeah, of? I'll have some. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. Will, will other people bring their cats or? No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. are, are little kids invited? Is it no kids? Uh, no. Oh, Just no. cats. Just just, just your this, cats. Just this party I spent hundreds of dollars on for two <laughs> creatures that don't have object permanence and would eat my eyes if I died in my house. It's fine. <laughs> Goals. Goals. 
Um, where can people find you? Uh, hamkitty.com. And we do our monthly show at The Kick, Primetime with Ham Kitty. Has Ham Kitty done any corporate events lately where you've uh, had to mind your P's and Q's? We did a, um, we were hired for a 16 year old's birthday party. <laughs> I know, it's crazy because what? we're very filthy. And this 16 year old comes to our shows and the mom wrote us and she, and we were like, so what do we need? To, do we need to keep this G rated PG? And she's like, oh no, she likes you the way you are like do your thing it's fine but like we didn't feel totally comfortable with that you know <laughs> that's the last like big paid gig we had and we all thought it was really funny uh erica you can find me on instagram my name is sirenita rubia i'll spell it s-i-r-e-n-i-t-a-r-u-b-i-a and are you traveling abroad or are you just going to new england in your taco bell bikini uh, yeah, I'm just going to New England with my new friend Kate. Oh, yeah! Cool. I'll wear my avocado swimsuit. Perfect. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Thanks for being on the show today, and happy Cinco de Mayo. Thank happy you, Dan. Happy Cinco, Cinco de Mayo. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi. Thanks to David Lopez and everyone at Manny's for having us out today for Cinco de Mayo. And thanks to the band Sun Eaters who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. And until next time, go eat some tacos! tacos. Taco the Town.